Minus 15. Respect all, fear none. Into the upper deck. Intensity is not a perfume. Oh, mercy! Five, four, three, two, one. Defo to center, there's nobody there! The Nats win it! Walk off Wilmer. Wilmer Defo drives in the game-winning run, and the Nationals walk off the Phillies on Saturday, Sunday afternoon to finish their homestand 7-3. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mass and All Access podcast. I am Bobby Blanco, Paul Mancano joining me across the way. Hey, Paul. Hey. Um, and, Paul, I'm going to brag a little bit, humble brag. <laughs> uh, before the homestand, I said it would be really nice if the Nationals could go 7-3 and three or better on this homestand. And they did exactly that. And the Nationals now are... How is that a brag? Because I called it. You didn't call it. You I said it was sort of calling nice. it. It's sort of calling uh, it. Let me have this poll. Oh uh, the Nationals are back above 500. They're only two games out in the National League East. And after putting together an impressive winning streak, by the way, mm-hmm. they won, I believe it was five in a row. Uh, no, six in a row because they swept the, uh, the Pirates from four. Six yep. in a row at home. Um, and, and they they walk away seven and three before heading out back west. And Paul, they're playing good baseball right now. Um, things are coming together. The bats are heating up. Not just Bryce Harper's, and the, the pitching obviously has been doing dominant. Um, you just heard Bob call the walk off. We're gonna hear from Davey Martinez in a little bit. Obviously, Max Scherzer did a great job yesterday. But I mean, they're they're playing well, and and things are starting to come around. And the the impending doom that everyone in DC was thinking was coming. As, as a holding off for now. Yeah, I think anybody who legitimately thought this team was in trouble this early in the season didn't know what they were talking Had about. some of my friends. Um, they, yeah, this team is fine. Um, <laughs> they are, this is the team that we expected. This is the team that played all last year. Um, they just took two out of three from a division rival. They won that final game on Sunday in very impressive fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, they've looked really good. They really have. Um, just about everybody... Ryan Zimmerman is slowly starting to climb out of the hole he dug himself in. Howie Kendrick has been solid all season. Trey Turner is taking a ton of walks, being very solid at the plate. Uh, and you got Tony Rendoni back. I mean, everything is starting to come back together. They still are, you know, missing Adam Eaton, and they still are missing Daniel Murphy. Um, but they, the hitting is there. The pitching has always been there. Uh, and they they look like the team we knew they would be. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and let's let's give credit where credit is due uh, to Davey Martinez, who will yes, like yes, I said, yes. we'll hear in a second. He talked to Dan Coco on the field after yesterday's win. But you know the lineup shakeup. Yes. Bryce Harper leading off. Trey we Turner knew hitting was second. coming at some point this yeah. season. Yeah. Wilmer, the pitcher batting eighth. Mm-hmm. Wilmer Defoe batting ninth. Setting. Up, I mean, how many times did we see Bryce drive in Wilmer Defoe this this homestand? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, Bryce Harper. We all know he wasn't seeing pitches. No one was going to pitch to him when he was batting third. Yep. Um, with Zimmerman behind him, just wasn't getting it done. So what do you do? You don't want to walk off the leadoff man. So put him in the leadoff leadoff spot. Let him get some pitches at, and then when, when the lineup flips over, you know you got someone on base for him to hit, and that makes it even harder to pitch around him. Yeah. Um, I already had two what two leadoff home runs. Yeah. In the first, yeah. uh, uh, and I think back to back games too. Yeah. And um, so, you know. I think Davey, this is kind of what Davey Martinez was known for, you know, that kind of Joe Madden way of thinking. I think outside the box, how can we shake things up and, and, and do something differently that makes it hard for our opponent to, to beat us? And, and this is definitely one of the Bryce Harper is not your typical leadoff guy, but the way that 
teams were pitching against him and the way the rest of the lineup was constructed and, yeah. and hitting, you had to do something to change it up, get your best player in a spot to hit. And obviously he's getting more at-bats, and that's what you want because he's your best hitter right now. Yeah. Um, and then you're also, with him getting on base or, or being a threat to hit, people behind him are starting to hit too. So I, I think yeah. David Martinez deserves a lot of credit for, for making that switch, especially this early in the season. Yeah, you'd never want to walk the leadoff guy. That's the first benefit of it. And the second part is, yeah, yeah as you mentioned, the guys behind him. They've I love the move of having Trey Turner hit behind him because then you still have – Bryce has some speed on the base paths. It may be forgotten, but he does have four stolen bases uh, so far this year, which matches his total from last year. Um, so you still have you know the possibility if they put him on, he can always steal a base. And you have Trey Turner behind him, who has been phenomenal so far. You know, he started struggled a little bit out of the gate, like just about everybody did, but now he's hitting 282. He's taking a ton of walks. Um, and then, you know, he stuck Anthony Rendon in in that second spot, I believe it was Saturday. Uh, and it's the same type thing. It's a uh, guy who's hitting close to 300, who has th- throughout his career. Uh, and you give Bryce that a little bit insurance behind him. Uh, and, you know, that's paid off so so far you can't you know give credit to Davey Martinez you can't say if he's one thing he's certainly not stuck in his ways he's gonna try different things he's gonna try new things that's what you want to see from your manager if he makes mistakes fine but so long as he's willing to look back on it and correct it say maybe that didn't work for x number of reasons let's try something else yeah Whatever is we have going to the lineup that we have, it's just not working. Let's switch it up. That is the probably the most important part, trait a manager can have: yeah. the flexibility and the ability to change his ways uh, once he sees that there, uh, you know, new information has been presented to him. Especially a young manager, because he doesn't have the wealth of baseball managerial knowledge and experience that some of these these other guys do. So credit to Davey Martinez, absolutely. For shaking up the lineup, and it's worked. And that, and that was a major criticism of past managers from yep. the fan base is like they were stuck in their ways. Yep. And, and they wouldn't Same change the lineup, Same every, lineup day. every day. You know, how many times do we hear about Anthony Rendon not batting second, yeah. you know, batting sixth? Um, and, and that's kind of another reason why David was brought in here. You know, he's not afraid to change it up. And I think it says a lot about him doing it this early in the season. I think. You know, some managers, even yeah. though they like to change things up, would say, all right, you know, it's still just the first week of May. Let's yeah. see if we can, you know, and we don't have all our pieces together. Yeah. Let's see if we can maybe just get by without it. But no, Dave was like, no, I want to win now. We need to start winning. This is an important homestand. We should we need to win some games. Let's do it now and see what see what happens. And it's also yeah. something that now they know it works. So when you get uh, Eaton back, when you get Murphy back, you can even play with it even more so yeah. and, and see if he can do some real endless, endless. <laughs> some real serious damage with the lineup when it's yeah. fully back healthy yeah at, at that point when you have everybody back and assuming that they're playing at up to full health and speed there's like he could stumble a trip and he could literally just close his eyes and take like a you know a dartboard dart, yeah, yeah and just say uh throws the not thing. sure if he has uh, a dartboard first yeah. yeah sure why not why not you know it's gonna work yeah <laughs> at that point once you have everybody healthy because you know they're also terrific. Also, somebody else who's made Davey Martinez look terrific, Matt Adams. Matt Adams. What a week for Matt Adams. Matt Adams going off. I mean, his his OPS is above 1,000. He's almost hitting 300. I mean, he's hitting, just crushing the ball, seeing the ball phenomenal. Hit another home run. Yeah, how many homers does he have so far? He was at, I believe, I mean, how about just his homestand? I think he went into to Google. I think he gets seven on this homestand. That's why? No, wait, five. Because he had a multi-homer game. Like, no way. 
He had a multi homer. Well, he's he's having a hot May. And and you know this is the guy who he's got eight homers for the season. Okay, eight homers for the season. I think this homestand he hit I think five. five yeah. So this is the guy brought in obviously to replace Adam Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, got kind of off to a slow start, but he's now heating up. And and this is you know everyone was touted him. He's just a younger, cheaper version of Adam Lynn. Lefty power bat. Yep. Who can back up first baseman? Can play corner outfield spot if needed. Um, and, and can pinch hit. And can or start and then also deliver some big at bats and he's been doing that and he's been absolutely phenomenal especially over the past week and, and and it's a great tool to have especially when you get guys like Ryan Zimmerman who might need occasional day off or is struggling yeah and you can just implement or just put in Matt Adams and have him do some serious damage at the plate yeah absolutely by the way speaking of Adam Lind he still has yet to appear in a major league crazy. game this season um, that is just kind of a, a darn shame um for him because you wouldn't expect he's been at the new york yankees triple a affiliate um it's it's honestly bizarre but he is a younger cheaper version and he is produced remember how important adam lind was for this team especially in the mid months when they were missing uh, harper for time they were missing uh trey turner for time they missed just about everybody and they needed some pop in their lineup yep. and adam lind provided that if matt adams can do the exact same thing just the exact same thing that adam lind did last season Huge. huge, pretty huge. Yeah, yeah, and and this Nationals team has been known for their bench over the past couple of seasons. Yeah, you know, Dusty Baker obviously did a great job with the bench. David Martinez is doing what he can with the bench right now. You know, I was still still missing some pieces. Yeah, but you know, once every back full healthy, you know, the guys who are playing now become key bench players, and you have no problem inserting them into big moments and in games, um, or even starting the occasional game, and, and this makes this team completely dominant from top to bottom the, the entire roster and that's what we expected at this Nationals team and we never even we haven't even touched on yet the pitching which has been everything that we thought the starting pitching yeah starting pitching in particular bullpen has been an issue and we will touch on that but also yeah the starting pitching has been Scherzer is again he's maybe even better than he was last year yeah uh, which is absurd because last year he was better than he was the year before yeah. um and he won Cy Young's both of those seasons so he could win the Cy Young again this year based on he's the favorite right now Kershaw is one on the disabled list Degram's mm-hmm. Grom's on the disabled list Matt Harvey yeah. is a whole different conversation up in New York uh, he, he is easily the favorite right now to, I mean it's again May yeah. but I mean he did you even bring up Harvey no. Oh, oh! I thought you said Matt Harvey. I did say Matt. Harvey. I just brought him Matt Harvey. Yeah. No, yeah. he is. <laughs> no, he. Yeah. Well, he's being reported to looking at the Rangers right now. Yeah. Yep. That's just a whole another issue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Max, fifteen strikeouts on Sunday, just unbelievable. Uh, you know, and, and he's, what's great about Max, and maybe I could pull this audio too. He was a little frustrated yeah. after that. How do you get frustrated? After a 15 strikeout outing, only Max Scherzer. Yep, I think uh, it was part of it was so the first. I loved watching that, you know, just looking into the mind of him yesterday. Uh, you know, his pitch count was a little high because he got into some late counts and walked some guys. And the Phillies are a patient ball ball club. Um, but yeah, he was he was over 100 pitches after the sixth inning, I believe. Uh, already had the lead, and he came into the the dugout, and Davey Martinez asked him like you know reading lips here you, you want to go back out and max was like i want to go back out yeah i want to go back out said it twice and walked away yep and then uh in that the middle of the seven starts to get in a little bit of trouble his pitch counts up around 111 i think mm-hmm. and uh davy comes out and you know he max at least gave his two cents before coming out of that game yep um he wanted to stay in i yep. think he was i don't know if he was eyeing 20 but he wanted to up that strikeout well, count. had his 
pitch count not got them that high. Like he said, yeah, I, I get the frustration. You're falling behind counts. Yes, he had a lot of strikeouts, but a lot of those, I was actually going back. If you go at Mass and Nationals um, on Twitter and Instagram, I, I put together a little clip of all 15 yeah. of his strikeouts. Do you run that account? We oh. can't let them know. And, you know, going back and finding those strikeouts, I did notice he did, yes, he struck out 15, yep. but he was fell behind on the majority of those yeah. strikeouts, and he had to work his way back. And had he not done that, and I get the frustration, he easily could have reached 20, I yeah. think. If his pitch, he could have pitched that whole game. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I agree with Martinez taking him out. He started to seem like he's getting gassed. I mean, yeah. it's Max Scherzer. He's going to give you your all until you take him out. Yeah. So, But, you know, he is, un, un, <laughs> unlike many thought, many people think, he is human. Yeah. So he's going to get tired. Barely. Um, and so I, I agree with taking him out there. He deserved the win. Now, obviously, win-loss record for starting pitcher is, you doesn't know, really matter. doesn't really yeah. matter. But uh, he deserved better. Uh, but the Nationals still able to pull off the win. So yeah. Max was phenomenal yesterday, and a huge part as to why the, the Nationals win. And, in fact, David Martinez caught up with Dan Coco on the field. <clears throat> well, I think Masson's first walk-off interview with a manager <laughs> um, on field and referenced Max and how the total complete win and how this team never quits and we're able to come back to beat the Phillies. You know what? We never quit. That's uh, I mean, that's, it. that's, all, that's what it's all about. We never quit. Our guys were fired. They had a lot of energy there. And uh, we come to play baseball today, and it was a lot of fun. Max kept us in the game. He's, he's unbelievable. He really is. And uh, got all the faith in the bullpen. Uh, Doolittle comes in, shuts him down there. We're able to get, get, get some runs and get on base. Like David Martinez said, we never quit. Paul, you saw them pull off a miraculous win up in New York against the Mets. This is their first walk-off win at home. On Sunday, and you know they battled, they battled, they fight to the last out, and 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 you know these are kind of kind of wins. We said this after that win in, in New York, kind of wins that you know help turn the tide, and, and yeah. you know maybe maybe this is a nice stretch of, of wins where they can, because again the Mets are faltering, the Braves are after, after a really good start too, the Phillies are now behind the Nationals. Maybe this is a little bit of a stretch in these first couple weeks of May where the Nationals can get back up to first place in the NL East. That would be nice to see, um, but. Also on that note, also a uh, couple things I want to touch on. Oh, also, please I, do. I got a little stat blast, which I want to get into later. I'll, I'll save that. Um, but, yeah, kind of touching on the, the whole walk-off win. It was the first walk-off win of the season, by the way, fun yep. fact. I'll touch on that later. But also, this division certainly has been everything that people hyped it up. You know, for they the whole talk of the offseason was... I don't know if the Nats are going to be able to walk to that NL East title like they did last year. I don't know if they're going to be up 20 games by season's end. And it, they've lived up to the hype. The Phillies, the Braves, and the Mets have all um, significantly improved over last year. Even the Marlins are hanging tough in there, a team that was expected to be near the bottom of the league. They're right up there. I yep. mean, they're. Um, I'll, I'll give them credit, too. I, I agree. The Nats are above 500, and they're still, what, fourth in the division at this point? I know no, we should be third. We shouldn't be, you know, standings watching um, as as closely. Oh, they are this, this, but they're only two games back. Yeah, exactly. So it's tight. It's tight up there. Um, the Phillies, we saw a new and improved ball club. Um, they look a whole lot better than they did at this point last season. Um, they have a lot more talent there. The Braves have been one of the best stories in baseball so far with the young talent that they've acquired with, you know, Acuna and Ozzy Albies and um, a lot of those guys. And the Mets, when they're healthy, they are good, and they are good right now. They have the starting pitching to be a playoff team, um, and they've you know they start out the season blistering hot, like eleven and two, but then have fallen off a little bit. But they're good. They're going to be there by the end of the season. Can so I point out that they're not healthy. good right now? They've lost six in a row. They're two and eight in their last ten. Like I said, they're not good. <laughs> uh, and look, and I, Matt Harvey's a show. 
yeah, he, well, that's that's a whole other topic. And one day. of their best pitchers on the DL. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's look with the Mets, Paul. You know, yes, their roster is a good roster. But I've said this the entire season long, the whole first month. I was gonna say it's not, they're good until they're not healthy. And yeah, whether oh, yeah. or not they can stay healthy has always been the question, and I don't think they can. I just they haven't proven that they can. Yeah. Well, uh, Degrom since twenty fifteen got hurt. That was the such a Mets thing where Degrom got injured swinging. I mean, he was in the batter's box. I think he's going to be okay, but yeah. that was just seemed like another Mets moment. So but, I hope the Mets fans enjoy the April because yeah. from it's not looking too good from here on out. Uh, and they gave it. I mean, I I have a Mets fan friend, and after that. Crazy that series in City Field where the uh, second game of which the Nationals had that explosive eighth inning yep. and they came back and won that game. Talked to my Mets friend, f- fan friend that next day and he was like, "Oh, season's over. It's over. They gave <laughs> up after this point." Yeah, it was like mid-April. See, Nets fans, don't that, be like Mets yeah. fans. Please do not think that way. Do yep. not think negatively. It I know a lot of my friends do the same thing. Can't be like the Family Guy. This is like what being a Mets fan is like. And here's the first pitch of the season, and the season's over. <laughs> yes. There's so much baseball to play. Now, again, the Mets theoretically could stay healthy. I don't think they can. I yeah. think it's literally just a matter of time until their pieces are starting to fall apart because their track record. Literally. Shows, yeah. Their track record shows that to be the case. Yeah. They've, they have not shown me in the past two years that they can yeah. stay healthy. But the, look, I'm going to say this. This is not a hot take, but I think the Phillies are for real and I think the Braves are for real. I don't know if that means they're playoff teams. I don't know if that means they're division champs, but I think they're real. I think they're going to be there and give the Nats a fight until the season. I think so too. I think they're going to be, I think they're going to give the Nats a fight. I don't, I, they're, they're just too young for me still. I right. mean, this is also, teams, this yeah. could also be like the Nationals back in like 2012 or, you know, they weren't supposed to win the division that easily and right. they did Harper's like 19 yeah, yeah. but I, I just think at some point baseball's a long season at some point experience pays a whole lot of dividends and I think the Nationals have shown you know they're back to back division champs um, they've been there before and they're not even fully healthy yet I can't yeah. stress that enough so um, you know they do have some bullpen issues to fix but I, I think just the experience the Nationals have and the youth between Atlanta and Philly the Nationals Will yes, they'll contend, but I think the Nationals can 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 surpass them. Hopefully, in the next couple of days, yeah. and, and get back in the first place and stay there. Now, I will also say that I think it would be a good thing for the Nationals playoffs. We're talking about playoffs, already? Playoff. if they were to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think it would be better for them to go in having to fight to get their get their, get their way in as right. opposed to just cruising through August yeah. and September. It's the that's always a topic for of debate. I think you know you've seen it both ways. Sometimes teams that cruise in end up cruising in the postseason. Yeah, the Nats didn't do it last year. Yeah. Um, so might as well see the other I way. Mean, they've never they've never but, done. Yeah, it. but that being said, also be careful what you wish. Right, for, their four division titles. They've never had a battle in yeah. August. To to I mean they won yeah. they won it in the first two weeks of August, and so yeah. you take the next two weeks basically off and, yeah. and gear up for the postseason. It's just hard to flip that switch. Now we've seen them lose. Three game, three game fives mm-hmm. at home, which is a which is a bummer. But you know, it's just maybe you need to go in and, and, and have a little more fight. In yeah, you. might as well try it. I mean, <laughs> it's just be careful what you wish for in terms of like I, I want to battle to the end. Oh crap! The oh, we didn't make Braves it. are yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. I they hear just you. won the division. I, uh, and I think it's I think that's how it's gonna play out. It, what, it's May seventh. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say the Braves and Phillies definitely make a push. Yeah. Um, hey, maybe even they sneak in as a wild card. That wasn't my uh, preseason prediction, but maybe you know after a month they're looking pretty yeah. good. But I just don't think that they have enough to sustain a, a deep 
run at the division, yeah. especially if the Nationals get healthy and start playing well. Also, uh, this is a little bit off topic, um, something Bryce Harper related. Uh, I just wanted to touch on, I think it was a, it was about a week ago, the whole Davey Martinez thing where he uh, posted that picture on Instagram of him hugging, hugging Davey Martinez. And now they hug after every home run. Yeah. It's great. Um, First off, adorable. Great that so they're cute. starting out this. Uh, I love that. Yeah, you know they already have traditions going. Um, Martinez had the mariachi band in on the um, on Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Uh, he, Martinez already is showing, you know, the creative kind of side of him, both on and off the field, and the players are responding, um, and I think that's great to see. And especially if you're a Nats fan and you want to see Bryce Harper in DC for the foreseeable future. Him saying openly that he, and I know he liked Dusty Baker, but him openly posting on Instagram, posting these pictures, saying that he loves Davey Martinez, that's certainly a good sign, uh, I think, for the future. Well, uh, yes, I 100% agree. I know it's early. I 100% agree. And, like, I I thought it was weird that Bryce kind of, like, went out of his way to do that. Like, I don't know what prompted that. I think partly the fact that, Davey Martinez has taken a lot of heat over the first month of the season. Yeah. Whether whether that heat was well-deserved or not I, yeah. is a topic for another day. But he did get a lot yeah. of heat, basically, f- especially from Nats fans. Oh, I've heard it. Paul, I've, I've seen fans yeah. go, I don't like Davey Martinez. It's like, you can't judge a manager yeah. on one month. Yeah. He's literally only month. been a manager for a month. Yeah. Like, you cannot ju- I mean, you can say... At you dis- any level. Yeah, you can you can say you disagree with things that he's yeah. done, but you can't say you don't like him as a manager yeah. one... Like, Come on, like, yeah. Let's relax here. But yeah, so I I, I agree, and I, may also could have been that was just a phenomenal picture. You just want to post on Instagram, yeah. And I want to say some nice things about manager. That's that's, that's cute. fine too. Yeah. Um, but so here's the thing. It's like kind of double sided for me. Yes, I think it's great that he gets along with Davey. Yeah. That he likes Davey. Uh, he grews a lot of things. I'm sure he's having a great time batting leadoff right now. Yeah. Um, um, and he, you know, is having fun. Make baseball make baseball fun again. Um, but I don't think it was never an issue with the manager. Like the, the he's Bryce is like pretty much every manager yeah. he, the Nationals have brought in. He, he, Which is sadly Davey too many. Mar- in his yeah, manager. I mean he said you know, uh, Davey Johnson you know really taught me how to be a, prof- a professional. Matt Williams really helped me with my swing. Um, Dusty Baker was just a fun guy who, who you know cared about his players a lot and, and was obviously a wealth of knowledge and just yeah. knew everything about the game. And now Dave Martinez is bringing all these whole new wealth of knowledge and sabermetrics and, and, and switching the game up and making it fun and doing all these skits and bits and stuff. Um, so I, I don't think it was ever the ma- the issue of a manager for Bryce Harper in terms of him staying long term. Yeah, it, to me, it's just always going to be his choice, and, and I don't think. No, it's a factor. It's though. it's helped. It's yeah. helped, and it's a good thing that he's always liked. Now I would say that it's probably a bad thing that he's had four managers yeah. in his time here. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he's liked them all and he likes Davy and the Nationals gave Davy a three-year contract. Yeah. Probably is a very good thing. Yeah. Um, but the, again, at the end of the day, when it comes to this, and we'll have all all season talk about this. Yeah. When it comes to down to this, it's going to be Royce's choice. It is. Um, but the other good sign, also one more thing on his intending impending free agency. He had a field named after him uh, mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. local area, um, Bryce Harper Field. Yep. Um, Dedicated to the, I think it was in Tacoma. Yeah. Um, um, which where, you, where my, my father grew up. Really? Yeah. What do you know? Uh, what's your father's first name again? Ramiro. Ramiro. Rome. Rome. Good old Rome Good old Blanco. Rome Blanco. Uh, but I think that's also a good sign, too, because it's, he's, as, you know, he has already entrenched himself in the community, but things like that, a permanent fixture where your name is on a field is kind of a you know it's a little permanent 
mark on this place. I guess we're getting into this because Paul, I have many thoughts. Oh God! On, oh on God! This field too. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, Bryce one. Bryce Harper has always called DC a second home. He loves it here. Yeah. He's made that very clear. I mean, he loves Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think he's taken off his golden nat, golden knights hat since yeah. outside of a game. They're not moving a team to Vegas, are they? <laughs> Uh, no, Jeez. but I don't like. I I thought that was a very interesting move by Bryce Harper because I don't think you would open a field after named after you yeah. if you didn't plan on sticking around for a while, right. or if you planned on leaving because that would look four, terrible. Five months, yeah. yeah. I mean, also, why would you go through? I mean, give back to the community, fine. But you know, if he was going to do that, why wouldn't he just do that at his hometown? You know, like, yeah. why, why is there not a Bryce Harper field in Vegas? Yeah, exactly. And why open in D.C.? I guess you're here. It's easier to do. But yeah. I, obviously very generous by Bryce and, and his wife, Kayla. I mean, there was just a, a, an incredible gesture. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he's he's been very active in the community. He loves giving back. We know that. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I, th- I thought it was an interesting move to do that, not only this early in the season, but, like, during your pending free agency yeah, season, and exactly. the, the bummer is that we can't ask him about it because yeah. <laughs> he already said he won't talk about it. Yep. So you know, um, yeah, it's interesting um, that I, I agree. It's interesting that he chose to do that, um, but good for him. I mean, you yeah. know, that's a great gesture, and, and I think I know the kids love it. You can tell boy, I cut that video, and that they they seem very excited about that. Also, funny that he was there in his Nats jersey and hat because I get it. You know, for all the photo ops, he needs to be wearing some kind of Nath stuff, but, like, as if you wouldn't know that that's Bryce Harper if he didn't have yeah. his Bryce Harper jersey <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he walked in, I think, in, in casual clothes. And they just and were like, eh, throw this uh, Yeah, I'm sure someone from yeah. PR or someone brought a jersey for him and a hat. Um, right. I just always think that's fun. Anytime for free agent signs, too, and they put the jersey on over top of their... Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't make them do that in any other sport. Yeah, they never yeah. make them throw on their own jersey when they sign in football or basketball. Yeah, yeah they just hold it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, but, football player here, you throw on your pads and helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing looks worse under a baseball jersey than, uh, like, a tie. Yeah. A, a yeah. It just shirt. looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, because those jerseys are, like, cut to be, like, fit and exactly. snug. Not, not, but, like, a, you know, like, they're... You yeah, know, prof- made for professional athletes, so like they're made to that body. Yeah, dress shirts aren't made that way. No, so exactly. ha- that's gonna be the most uncomfortable thing. Like in your hot and how it's like, yep. why am I wearing this? And the collar sometimes pops out of the. Oh yeah, like, yeah underneath yeah, it, just it. Looks trifling. Yeah. It's like trifling. Can you fix that, please? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's funny too. Um, yeah, um, I have some stat blast for you. Do you want to get stat blast? Yeah, blast me. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get right into it. Let's get some some good music going I, on I underneath. Thought of, I thought of the Pokemon Blastoise when you said that. Okay, well, that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. I've never watched Pokemon. But oh, we have some good on. stats for you. I'm going to blast you with some stats. You ready? The Nats have won seven out of their last eight games. That's a good one. That's good. Uh, they, there was a first walk-off win of 2018. In each of the previous four seasons, they had at least two walk-offs in the month of April. So they took a wa- long time to get to their first walk-off. And how many of those walk-offs came on Sundays? I bet you both of them. I didn't. We could not tell you. Paul, working these games for the past three years, the Nationals love walking off on Sunday afternoons. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do it. I actually did Jason it. Worth used to do that all the time. 2016, time. I think it was 2016, within the first two months of the season, they had played, so that, that's like eight Sundays, I guess. Yeah. And I guess they had played four of those at home. And three of them went to extra innings and ended up in walk-off wins. That's I was wild. just like, what is going on? They, they just love Sunday. They like playing on Sundays, I guess. Yeah, there the game. Uh, the uh, Some other stats. They also clinched on a Sunday last year. Fun fact. They did. Um, they are just three and eight in one-run run, run, one game, interestingly enough. And I think that 
harkens to the bullpen issues that they've had, probably. Uh, you can't use, I mean, we know you can't use Kinsler, Doolittle, and Madsen every day. Yep. Um, you know, guys like, I mean, guys like Sammy Solis and uh, Trevor Gott mm-hmm. are, are going to need to step up. And also, you know, we need Sean Kelly back, and he needs to perform better. And, you know, who knows where um, Coda Glover is at this yep. point in his rehab. So, yeah, the that middle part of the bullpen, which we knew was going to be a problem. Yep. Or not a problem, but a question mark. Um, it's definitely proven to be so because you know you can't run the bull, uh, the uh, the law firm out every single day, and and we saw you know Madsen got was he what four days in a row and he yep. he got he got taxed yep he, he was exhausted exactly so give give the law firm a break they yeah. they have a lot of cases on their hands they can't be <laughs> you know they they can't be taking everyone that comes up on the docket uh, all right so there are some Nat stats I'm gonna blast you with some Bryce Harper stats okay um, good thing these walls are totally soundproof. Uh, they are so Bryce Harper having a terrific season so far. Even though the fact that he's hitting just 246, he's eighth in on-base percentage. Uh, he has 39 walks, which is 11 more than the next best guy, Mike Trout. In all of baseball, oh, kind of just the National League, all of baseball, all of baseball. I'm gonna yep. counter that stat blast with a stat blast of my own. Uh, despite hitting only Ooh. 246, Bryce Harper's OPS is still over a thousand. So yep. he's still getting on base and he's still slugging the ball. Tenth in 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 all of baseball in OPS. Yeah. Um, and uh, he is tied for second in homers with 12, mm-hmm. uh, one behind the leader. Uh, he has so we, I, I mentioned his 246 batting average. He has 28 hits this season. 12 of them are homers. That is absurd. That is that is almost half your hits are homers. That's good and bad. Yes. Uh, he, obviously, he's crushing the ball. It's Bryce Harper, but. Yep. We'd like to see that average get closer to 300 like he did in his MVP season and for the majority of last season yep. before he got hurt. And he has been also a menace on the base pass so far. I wouldn't say a total menace, but he's been good on the base paths. Four for four with stolen bases. Last year he went four for six. He only stole, stole four bases all season. Two years ago was when he was kind of looser and he had 21 stolen bases. Hmm. It was no, He took a noticeable step back on the base paths last year, whether that was a schematic thing whether that was an intentional thing or just the opportunities weren't there. But now it's good to see Davey Martinez has given him free reign to just run around Green there. light. Go. Yeah. I like the aggressive baseball. I like her aggressive baseball, by the way. That's why and they're smart. Fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's not just gambles. Trey Turner and Michael A. Taylor have been phenomenal in the base paths. Yep. Ceiling bases, it's, it's fun and it's exciting. And also when you get um, yeah. Adam Eaton back. And that was part of the allure with Bryce is uh, when we had Byron Kerr on, he said the same thing. When Bryce first came up, it was, look at how many ways this guy can impact the game. He's yep. great in the outfield. Yep. Not only is he a superstar hitter, but he can run. He's fast. He can steal bases. He can uh, go from first to third. So if he can be that triple threat, and you know, fielding on base and at the plate, I mean, he'd be... He is the true superstar. I'm going to steal a term from uh, Texas basketball coach Shaka Smart. Havoc. Create some havoc on the base pass, please. I love the havoc style. Good, good to know. Last stat blast for you. He's on pace for 130 RBIs and 55 homers. <laughs> what? No, no. Uh, I think that's true. I didn't know. I didn't. Well, oh, really? You don't know? How to I eat? think. I think I did the math correctly. You didn't know we had Barry Bonds playing for us. <laughs> I think I did the math correctly, but that's also interesting to know because he's never topped 100 RBIs. Uh, in his yeah, in MVP got 99. You missed it by that much. And like, guy had 99 as well last year, I believe, or 98. Um, he was right up there. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, is on pace. And hopefully I did the math correctly. If I didn't, just call me out on it. I'm yeah. fine with it. Yeah, someone someone check Paul's work, please. Just call me a hack and I'll take it. I'll take that L for there. Yeah. Uh, but that's the end of my staff blast. All right. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to put that together? Uh, so longer than your... Your TV show bits. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, basically. I cool. usually take uh, 
five minutes to do that. Would you watch that show? Which I'll bring back in some. Yeah, point. yeah, that was fun. We got a lot of good responses with that actually. Um, yeah. Speaking of responses, uh, please give the Mass and All Access podcast a follow on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what you think. Um, you can also leave comments on the blog on MassInSports.com. Tweet at us, at Paul Mancano, at under, Bobby underscore Blanco. And, uh, and um, let us know if you have any other locations where you like to get podcasts. We'll love to help you out there and, and put Mass on All Access wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and, uh, and let us know what you think. We lo- really like, love hearing back from fans. We heard back from some, some nasty fans over the weekend that <clears throat> on Twitter that, <laughs> that gave us the old block but you know we all like hearing from positive fans too yes so, thanks well that would be a lot of fun in fact only positive <laughs> positive vibes only P vibes only thank you yep uh, we're gonna hopefully also have um, some mass and talent including Dan Colco on the show in a week or so yeah when they get back from the west coast trip yep speaking uh, of which uh, the Nationals start a series with the Padres tonight Steven Strasburg is taking them out in his hometown Paul at Petco Park in three starts, Steven Strasburg is two and one with a two eight four ERA. Love so look it. for Steven Strasburg to have a big night tonight against the Padres. You can catch all that action on Masson nine thirty at Nats Extra. First pitch at ten ten p.m. You can watch that after you watch the Caps game tonight. Hey, and also the weather might be better uh, here on the East Coast than it is uh, out in San Diego. Are, for you, once. are you telling me it's going to rain in San Diego? No, but I, I don't oh. think so. But I'm oh. just telling you, it's it's like. They're right up there. I mean, yeah. I haven't checked the weather for San Diego, but it's it's beautiful. You know here. how it never rains in San Diego? Yes, I do. I, the, the one time I think it was uh, it might have been two or three years ago. The like the Padres never have rain delays. Yep, they had their first rain delay in like it was something like ten years or something. That's how you know the world is ending. And it was against the Nationals, and it was like a <laughs> Tuesday night, ten o'clock game. Uh, you know, I was here at, at our studios until like four in the morning. It was horrible. Well, that's uh, right now in San Diego. It's sixty nine, nice and sunny. Nice. Uh, so it's I think I think it's going to be just fine. Love some late night baseball. Yep. yep. So make sure you're tuning in to Masson tonight. Um, go Caps! Um, and hit us up on Twitter and. Um, We'll catch you next time. For Paul Mancano, Bobby Blanco, Mass on Alexis Podcast. See ya. See ya.